0: Is it for real? We used to love it then, we watched it now, we don't know if we like it. Is it for real?
1: You're listening to Is It, 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 it For real? real? This is Philip
2: And Katie. And Bridget.
1: That wasn't our best intro, I feel. I feel <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but I'm just, you yeah. know. But it was, it's okay. It's, it's okay. A, I think the, it's
2: it's okay. the winter, we're just, you know. Yeah. It's still the pandemic. It's still winter. Give ourselves still some self-care.
1: Things. Right, yeah. And it it shows, it's sort of this creative way that yeah. people know that they're witnessing something. Yeah, unique.
2: this is not a canned intro no. every week. This is a <laughs> live intro to our feelings. <laughs> exactly, right, yeah. Speaking,
1: yeah. Anyways, uh, on to our movie. This week we are talking about the classic movie, Weird Science, written and directed by John Hughes. Is um, it ever. <laughs> is it ever. Just, <laughs> it's weird, it's sciencey, and uh, we're going to get into it. We, we've we got uh, an intro-er, um, which Katie can sort of kick that off with. So that's kick it.
0: right. Um we have like a a longtime um listener, fan of the pod, Juliana S, who I believe was um among uh, a few of the people that recommended Weird Science. So uh take it away. Juliana S.
3: Hey, is it for real listeners? First, I just have to say I am a super fan of this podcast. I know Phil and Katie from the Shriver Peaceworker program. And I have a fun small to more connection with Katie, because my dear friend from St. Mary's College of Maryland is her cousin. So shout out to Jim Wood. Um, So here's my connection to weird science. Uh, I think I was like 12 or 13. And I was at a slumber party, um, and my friend was a very big John Hughes fan. And, uh, oh, this friend had VHS and beta, by the way. So we were all, like, in our sleeping bags watching some John Hughes movies. i pretty sure we started with Mr. Mom and then uh, 16 Candles. And then I'm pretty sure they showed Weird Science. Uh, and um, what do I remember about Weird Science? I definitely remember the music, because uh, I was a big 80s fan then, still am, and uh, 80s music is the best, so, you know, come on, Weird Science, that's a good theme song, and then uh, I kind of remember a lot of references to breasts, so um, probably made me feel a little uncomfortable back then, probably still does, but, you know, That's what there are a lot of references to breasts in this movie. Here's a summary. It's like um, two high school friends, they actually are having a sleepover. uh, And they're kind of the stereotypical losers, I guess. Uh, But they have this great idea to create a woman. And they do it by hooking up a Barbie doll to their computer somehow. And then like this super blast of energy and she turns into this gorgeous, intelligent, confident woman who kind of changes their lives and makes them cool. So uh, that's the synopsis. And the reason why I really would like is it for real to figure out if uh, weird science is for real because, um, yeah, there's probably like a lot of neat old 80s things to analyze and just want to thank you in advance for sharing your great analysis with your Is It For Real listeners.
2: Oh, my gosh. That was delightful. Where, uh, is,
0: she, where is she from? Is she from the Midwest somewhere? That's such a good question. I actually don't know, but you can kind of, um, I'm interested to know if maybe she has like some Chicago ties. Straight like, up yeah. Chicago
1: suburb it, accent It, sounds, right there. it yeah. sounds
0: like that. But I, I have to say, Juliana S. is like such a delightful just presence on this earth and what a supporter of like this podcast and like improv shows that we've done before and just just kind of everything so i I couldn't be more happy that she did the intro this week
1: i'll sometimes bump into her in the at the grocery store and it's delight each time
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i really want to know her (laughs) i know you're the only one without a connection well i I am connected to her through you guys that's true that's true two degrees we we should up yeah maybe we can make that a one degree separation yeah
2: i uh so this this movie as as she mentioned like could be hot on katie's boob corner um, oh man since there's not, there is a lot of boob talk And it it is uncomfortable. Um, I guess we can get into our levels. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. To do that. But my level is going to be (laughs) Weird Science, which is the song (laughs) that plays in this movie multiple times. And I've never seen this movie before. I knew vaguely what it was about, but in my mind, they had made a robot and the woman was a robot the whole entire time. And then there was something about her being a robot. So I, I had never seen it actually, I guess, um, all the way through. And I didn't know there were some of the actors in it um, that were in it. And it it definitely feels very
0: John Hughes-y, um, but not in a good way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Save it for the end, Bridget.
0: You know, we'll <laughs> um, I can, I, I mean, I'm pivoting off of my level is very similar to yours, Bridget, but I'm going to make my level, wait for it, a from my heart and from my hand. Why don't people understand my intentions? Um, because <laughs> when I was watching this and the mo- and the the um, song played, I have never, ever seen this movie. I know very little. I don't think I've seen a lot of clips from this movie or anything. I, th- I, I honestly didn't even know Anthony Michael Hall was in it, but I used to watch the show like a lot and i think it like came on like after duck man (laughs) um
1: sounds right actually
0: right um on like uh
1: USA like US, or something USA. like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So.
0: It was, there was like this time in my life, it was like a three year period where I was just like totally zoned into these shows that somehow like USA got man. away with yeah. putting on air and they probably <laughs> never should. Um, and that actually had the woman that was from Kingpin and the woman, mm-hmm. I just I just like really liked all the characters in that. Um, Vanessa
1: Angel or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: to- Yes, it is. Yeah, totally. Um, so that was my level. So I kind of, it was like rewatch, it was like watching an, an inspiration for a show that i liked it was interesting to see what did or didn't like show did up the show follow the movie like the premise yeah. but of course it was like episodic so it kind of but the all the characters were there and then the guy that guy from oz played the older brother I know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay. yeah it was like the same characters and they used the song right so like john hughes yep. must have they must have bought the rights but was there a Lisa he was not for, involved like, at all he
1: he actively tried to get it to not be made
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe for the better, because I remember really liking the show. <laughs> was there a Lisa for like multiple episodes? I mean, she was yeah, every same episode. Lisa she, was through it all. Yeah, it would be like if Lisa, if they, she just stuck around and like how these kids oh, went God. to high school and all of this. <laughs> stuff. I mean, yeah, the show is probably terrible, too. But um, I remember really liking the show. So I was very curious to finally okay. watch the movie cool
1: we'll, we'll have to do a side project of watching the uh tv show yeah i know to see if that one there's a up. few of those sure there's doesn't. like the harry yeah. and
2: anderson's tv yep. show i mean there's a- oh that's right this is like a theme for us
1: yeah uh my level is going to be the drunken bar level um Ooh, okay. just because i have seen <laughs> i've seen this movie a couple times but of that i've seen that scene several times there was sort of in college oh, a thing God. where we'd have to drink a beer during like a certain segment of that scene and um yeah so did you it was guys like,
2: talk in affected voices too? i don't
1: think we did okay uh, but the, i wow. mean yeah that was it's something we'll, we'll talk about that okay. but so it's like that one really is ingrained in my brain of just being just the weird, because it was out of context when we would do it. It's not like we'd watch the whole movie. We would just watch that scene. <laughs> and it's it's such a, a bizarre thing to watch out of You context. watched that
2: scene. Did you then fast forward and watch the scene with the, with the piano girl where her clothes fall off?
1: <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, you, You're not going to walk away without watching the piano. <laughs> oh
2: my God. <laughs> Save uh, that
1: for boob corner.
2: <laughs> sorry, Katie's boob corner. Brought to you by yeah definitely (laughs) so as katie mentioned this is anthony michael hall who we know from um you know other movies such as 16 16 candles candles. and then another three named person ian mitchell smith ian ian
1: Ian. oh yeah it's hard to
0: know because like
1: when the i is
2: capitalized
0: no i think it's a capital i and then an l oh elon island i think
2: it's like island Island. yeah elon okay and um that person left acting to become a medieval studies professor. Yeah, I, t- I
1: took a class with him at uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you really? No. Oh, no okay. No. Oh my god. But either but- way, all I can
0: say to that is good call buddy cuz you're a terrible actor. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I like couldn't Believe it. <laughs> I couldn't. Did you did you see him laugh at himself? Every single every, and it got movie. worse. I don't know if it got worse as the movie went on, or I just became more and more aware of it. But I was just like looking at his face, I'm like this guy can't keep a straight. Why face. did they let him do that? I don't I'm know. Like,
1: but I, mean, I don't know. He he got one hundred fifty thousand dollars and got to tongue kiss Kelly LeBrock out of this.
0: He was fourteen, right? Yes. Yep.
1: He was oh, my fourteen. Goodness.
0: Yeah. He. Oh my god. I like. I couldn't. I mean, my first. Where is my first? Um, oh yeah, like it's it's pretty high on my notes. It's like why can't act? Question mark. And then every sixth note is this guy White can't act. Like wait, this kid can't act. It's he was not a good. he
1: was actually a dancer. Um, I was
0: reading that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that's the deal. But man, I am so they brought him in Con- for
1: his dancing skills. Well,
0: considering like the large like um, net that John Hughes can cast, like no pun intended, like surely he could have come up with somebody that could have done this role. Robert Downey Jr. should have done the role.
2: I just think there's this weird thing with John Hughes where he's like, I can discover the undiscoverable. Like, I made Molly yeah. um, Ringwald. Sorry, Molly Ringwald, and I can make Elin Mike Mitchell Smith happen. <laughs> and then he realized he couldn't. Um, so I, I have mean, a question. Go, okay. go ahead. Oh, my, no, no, my, no. my question is about Kelly LeBrock. And yeah. this is where I have to turn to you guys to say, like, does this, does Kelly LeBrock, is she, is she the thing? Is she, is she the like thing? sometimes? in 1985?
1: Like, I think if you took away that hair,
0: Oof.
1: Uh-huh. um, I mean, it, that look, it doesn't do it for me. Like, the lips and everything like that. It's, Her it's lips. not, it's not my look do you think it was collagen back then
2: i was spending a lot of time trying to find out if she had lip implants because but she has the look of lip collagen fillers which just Mm -hmm. gives these sort of like ridges on the side of women's mouths which i just think is so awful
1: but was that a thing back in the 80s
2: i think poorly done ones were and then she she... tried to fix them well i don't know maybe they are her lips maybe somebody can tell us my guess is they are
1: Like, because I mean, she was a twenty-four-year-old model.
0: Uh-huh. Does she look twenty-four? I have no. I'm like, do people in the '80s look so much older? Yeah. I mean, I'll I say, that. kind of to to address all that you're talking about and partly answer your question. Not that like I'm the resident. Are women attractive? But like, first of all, Vanessa Angel, yes, is for real <laughs> for me. But this woman, like, sometimes yes, sometimes no, and I think it depends on like how, uh, what age she looks like sometimes yeah. she really looks like 50 right and sometimes she looks like young 25 like in the, in the yeah. beginning right like in British the beginning people. i think she was doing it for me and then it like there's a point where she goes up the escalator and i'm like who is that who is yeah. that woman like right. she just looks very different depending and so the more the more she looks like um like a like a playboy bunny the less
2: it's, it's and, uh, it, fun. It me.
1: also really depended on the outfit she was wearing. She like, well, right. like obviously, some of them,
2: an under boob shirt, like you don't have to look at her
0: face because you're just like, Is Yeah, skirt gonna slip up. I think it's like how much they're leaning into makeup wise and dress of like making sure. her look like a pinup girl, right? And it goes in and out. So, you guys probably saw that Demi Moore and Robin Wright were the other two, yeah. women. In
1: line
2: yeah
0: for role. i could definitely i think the movie would have had a different vibe if it was demi Moore. although i really enjoyed um kelly brock's australian accent that i thought was right because she's she's had a british accent
1: Wait, oh i, I kind of thought
2: it was australian
1: i assumed it was british
2: she's she's not british though which i didn't know until after
1: huh. the fact where is she, she like she from? not anything.
2: Wait, I'm pretty sure she's episode? American.
1: She's from from Iowa. That would be that would blow my mind if she's
0: <laughs> I She maybe... is an American actress. I don't know why I didn't look this up earlier. Yeah. That's I... why I was confused.
2: I'm like, "What?" Right cuz Philip said British people. She does have that look. She actually kind of reminds me of Lisa Vanderpump from you all probably know this. So sure. Just,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's from Bravo. She's from Bravo. She was from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and then Vanderpump Rules and Lisa Vanderbump I think is very pretty and she's actually aged very beautifully um but she kind of reminded me of her like in her her looks interesting well I, I was like but then i realized she wasn't british Lisa after Vanderbump doing
0: is. after digging a little bit she was born in new york city but brought up in the upscale Kensington area of London. Oh, okay. Her father's French Canadian, her mother's Irish. So all of that mixed into the pot to me sounded like she was from Melbourne, but um, <laughs> I Melbourne? just totally thought she's Australian,
2: <laughs> but she's not. So uh, one other fun fact I wanted to share before we've even gone into the- yeah the butt was that um, John Hughes and Anthony Michael Hall had a falling out during this movie and then never you, worked together again.
1: Do oh, you wow. know what the falling out is? Because I just saw that as well. And I'm just I'm fascinated no. with well, what we the can
0: speculate.
1: Um, did he
0: blame all of the like, did he blame the bad acting of Wyatt on Anthony? <laughs> Michael? Hall? Well, but, Anthony, but Anthony Michael Hall also got paid double what right. Elon Mitchell Smith did. While we're diving into this, can we dive into another mystery? That like what I read was that John Hughes didn't really love this, didn't really want to do this so much, but he really wanted to do Breakfast Club, and so this was like a stick and carrot for him. The studio was like, if you do weird science, which is what they really wanted to do, then you can like you know spend more more time doing this pet project of yours. And they both came out, I believe, in 1985. But Anthony Michael Hall. Looks so younger. much older in this movie, don't you right. think? Yes. Than in Breakfast Club. So I couldn't figure it out. It's like, well, when did they film?
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously earlier. Mean, but, but if you're a the teenager, you it's
0: could, like maybe a year is so different. You could
2: spurt because there was again some of the other cast of characters. Like that nerd kid, he appeared again in this movie in a very brief scene. He's he's one of the goggle wearers during Sixteen Candles, and he was in another. Well, movie.
0: that kid needs a smoking jacket. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, he does need a smoking jacket. Oh my goodness, he was in a movie. Another movie we. He just was in watched. Better Off Dead. That's right. He wasn't better off dead.
1: And well, and then bef- the uh, one last thing before we get started yeah, is ahead. that Le- Lisa, that character, it was cast differently, and they basically pulled a. Back to the Future and they filmed for like two or oh, three right. weeks oh, yeah. and then they decided that she was too bad at acting but yet <laughs> the one of the male leads he was doing great just keep doing what you're doing <laughs> so they fired her and they brought in Kelly Le- LeBrock who had turned down the role already oh. because she was like in the south of France with Sting her husband at the time and would wanted to do some tantric sex or whatever instead mm. of filming this movie with two 14 year olds but Ugh. then she got pulled back in. Gross. But yeah.
2: All right. So now let's jump into it. Let's. Here we go. We start off as you always do in a high school gymnastics class. Gymnastics practice. I don't know. And Gary class. and Wyatt. Class. <laughs> it's class. class. Yeah, they're wearing like uniforms and stuff. Uh, it's girls, and Gary and Wyatt are staring at the girls and like talking about what they want, and they get pantsed. Once by again, the bullies. I was
1: disappointed that the girls didn't break into song uh teen witch has ruined me for life <laughs> thank know. you Bridget absolutely you're welcome yeah.
0: absolutely <laughs> yeah
2: anytime women are in a gym class they should be singing I like boys boys <laughs> <laughs> I like boys and then we get to hear the first, I think, of a few times of the Weird Science song by Oingo Boingo.
1: Yeah. If it's that catchy, you've got to use it as many times as <laughs> possible. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. Agreed. So like um, our our recommender said, then we get to this sort of like slumber party scene at get at Wyatt's house. Yeah. And because his parents are out of town.
1: Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. they're
0: out of town for the weekend and bill paxton is in charge which is a nightmare
1: <laughs> amazing oh he's, God.
0: Yeah. i i'm terrified of
1: but bill. he's not on the scene yet he's okay, he's, all right. he's no, coming he's yeah
0: I have a note. I mean, this is such a like just such a pontification. But, you know, they were watching we're watching them watch the Frankenstein old movie. Uh, Right. right? And I'm like, would these kids love this classic? And I'm like, well, I guess at the time it makes sense for the time period. And of course, that's what inspires them to do this Barbie doll hookup. But it did occur to me, like, at what point did we start watching movies and films of people watching media of of consuming films Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean it's like such a trope where you're watching somebody watching something and maybe that maybe that really started in the 80s because otherwise like it wouldn't be a thing right i think so
2: that's an interesting question and i think that probably makes sense and also just you know the media the 80s were when everything became obsessed with tv and and computers and media yeah that's true you know so So maybe that like started it that's a good point They also just leapt so hard into pushing this movie like that. It was just, this is what the movie is going to be about. It was like, Hey, let's make a girl like out of nowhere. (laughs)
1: not spitballing just like yeah it's just like yeah (laughs) Yeah. this is this is the idea we're going with it no need to discuss other options like just like pizza or i
0: was just settling down like starting to like you know salt my popcorn i'm like oh wait we're there we're doing it wow got it we're doing it already and
2: it's very convenient when you have you know a doll laying around that's wearing the outfit that you want. Like, where did that doll come from? That's a good from question. From the
1: sister who is currently about to get married, but still has just oh. a 12-year-old's room with, like, horses. What? And they go into her room that's later. True.
2: But that's true. But they have, oh my a, gosh. They have that's a throwaway
1: a- line that she's not there because she, that's where the parents are. They're meeting the boy that she's going to marry
2: which is very reminiscent of Sixteen Candles because that girl also had a young child's bedroom, and they were meeting the man she was going to marry.
1: It's just a refresher that John Hughes is constantly just. This is a th- these movies are therapy sessions for him of getting out his teenage angst. Yes. And yeah.
2: This has just uh, unfortunately turned me farther away from the John Hughes movie genre. Oh,
0: absolutely. But,
2: um, so we get this the floppy disk goes into the computer and they're gonna make a lady body with all the clips and they're just like, what is this computer that you have that you can like put magazine, it's not a scanner. What is it? It's like a trash can.
1: Top of the line, just.
2: uh. They're loading images of boobs into. We see
1: simulation goes to girl you know that's all you need it's they had like the first step and then the the final step and just all the middle stuff is doesn't matter
2: and and you know like you know they do talk a lot about the size of of the boobs but then do they hack into a
0: government database is that what's happening here yeah well i'm not sure yeah it's really confusing to me um because every time they do well they do it twice but this that guy that's like the radar from a submarine is just like in all of a sudden and then there's like this crazy like magic happens yeah because the first time it happened right i was like is this like a coincidence that a storm happened at the same time it electrifies everything but they're creating this right and they're so sweaty
1: yes i had that it's like each time it went back to them they just uh
2: why are they so sweaty?
1: They're teens. That teen Ew, boys are just sweaty. I bet sweaty. that room
2: smelled so bad. The smell of vision on that, like, boy BO just grossed me out.
1: Uh, so, and then I yeah. just want to say that the little, like, virtual hacking thing that they do where they're just approaching things, <laughs> and uh, it's very just 80s about how computers work. And, <laughs> Because I have I'll have to always do a community reference. It just reminds me of when Dean Pelton like got that like virtual hacking machine, and he get, becomes obsessed with it, even though it's complete shit. And he <laughs> just constantly says, "And Jesus wept." Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, I just love that it's like here's a triangle and some circles and images, and this is what <laughs> happens. And we're all just—I mean, I'm sure that like teenagers, especially during that time period, were just like, "Yeah, that is how you do it." Yeah. Um. And there were some fun little cutaways to, you know, the world kind of going ape. Like there was a dog on a ceiling. (laughs) The the house flipped upside down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They like threw in a lot of like a lot of work for these gags. Yes. And I enjoyed that.
2: Yeah, I did too. I did too. Um, So the bathroom door swells. It pulsates and it explodes, which is dangerous. It was gross. And gross. Dangerous and gross. Right, it kind of grossed it was like me a, out.
1: It was like a sweaty, very yes. like Cronenberg, you know, <laughs> just ugh.
2: And here comes Lisa. She enters into yeah the, in um. her underwear. Well, in the doll's underwear, I guess.
1: Yeah, what? Yeah, I don't know if they dressed the doll like that,
2: right? Or did the sister? And like, why? <laughs> I, maybe
0: it was the sister. And mm. and then we get a shower scene, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. And that I think, Phil, you've talked about this scene. I think you actually talked about it during Better Off Dead, thinking that like he took a shower with his socks and shoes. So like that is a reveal that like, you know, they've taken a shower fully clothed with her and are very passive little like mice in the corner, which they should be because they're 14 years old. Right. I
1: mean, they're Um, wearing shorts and then socks. And
0: shoes and
2: chucks. They have chucks, I think. are
1: they pants oh. okay they're
2: wearing full pants
1: but no shirts right yeah
2: they took their shirts off so you get this creepy gag of these like yeah. gaggly 14 yeah. year old boys like huddled together in a cold shower shoulder
1: to shoulder shoulder Jim. to
2: shoulder <laughs> with oh, a man. grown woman this is the dream bathing in front of them i just was so creeped out this is the is it, it there's many creep out points but that was the first oh yeah
1: Although, don't worry, when they were filming this, she was wearing bikini bottoms and uh, tape over her nipples. Oh, yeah, so like
0: electrical tape or something, it's, right?
1: It's not creepy at all. <laughs> yeah.
0: I have, I mean, we uh, texted a little bit about this, like, off the pond, but I have so many questions about the legality of how you yeah. do this. And I know that there's, like, there's movies and films that portray abuse, right? So, I mean, you have to, you know, people do this, but it seems like it's so bizarre when it's, when it's like not portraying abuse right. but it's just doing it and right. you're like these kids are 14 and she's older than 18 so how do you do that i don't know
1: and i'll go ahead and get into one of our questions that was posed Please. to me, um by nora l is just basically she wanted to know what and when were like the statutory rape like laws in like around this movie and so i looked it up and basically those went into place as early as like the 1800s but then they were sort of beefed up in the 1970s and for illinois um if you're between like 13 and 16 the person can't be five years older than you which obviously she was right Uh, there's like a whole certain different rules for if you're below 13 but if these kids were in that 13 to 16 role so it was like it was definitely statutory rape and it would have been been in place um, so that answers, answers I,
2: that. I just want to go back a little bit to Hook and my feelings about the whole <laughs> Wendy Peter Pan thing because there's definitely some feelings like that for me here because it's not just that she's a sex symbol it's this whole like sex symbol you're kind of my mommy you're taking care of me you're organizing things for me or and it just doesn't do right. I know it maybe it's some sort of fantasy thing that I don't fully understand but it's not a trope I enjoy <laughs> I know many people have enjoyed it oh, Katie Katie are you there I think she's frozen she's
1: going to google this whole trope is she what is going she, She's going to do it all right she'll uh,
2: join us when she comes back yeah so gary and uh wyatt they're you know she we've we've we realized that she's magical right because she changes right. their clothing
1: she can do anything
2: to, and she makes a fancy convertible of some kind and then this is the scene that you were talking about in your level, which is she takes them to like a speakeasy.
1: The candy bar. Why is K? this the
2: place she takes them? Why?
0: Why this bar? I mean, I was glad. Can you guys hear me now?
1: Yep,
0: <laughs> <Yes>. uh-huh. <laughs> um, I was glad. It, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like the blues bar that they go to in adventures and babysitting where they're just like, mm-hmm. so fish out of water and like anthony michael hall, yeah i know <laughs> i debated if i have others i don't know um <laughs> but anthony michael hall does say like we don't belong here like we're 14 like that's what he says but like i don't know like at first it seemed like they didn't belong because like these three people are white and the majority of people in the bar are african-american but then you kind of see like it, it's kind of like a mixed crowd. it's a mixed yeah. yeah. Once they zoomed out, but like, I couldn't agree more of like, what is this about? Like why would this right. be the place that you yeah. would want to get into with a fake ID? Right. Um, that's, that's what I mean. Why this place in particular, especially with a four,
2: like, is this a 14 year old boy's fantasy of fun? No, no. This
0: is the worst. <laughs> like,
1: There's not it's like- even
2: like really other women there that are, you know, they're all like in their 40s or 50s or older. <laughs> yes.
1: it's, it's the kind of bar that you've got the best chance of getting into with a fake ID That's as a true. teenager, honestly. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. Yeah.
2: So, you know, th- they're, th- oh. it's very unfortunate because the boys start to do this like affected.
1: Yeah. Black well, especially man's Anthony voice. Michael Hall.
0: Yes. And then, you know, I was doing like a deep dive on him, and he, his mother is uh, Anthony Michael Hall's mother is like a blues and jazz singer. And I was like trying to figure out, like, why on earth would you, is this so prevalent in the movie? And the, I mean, it's terrible. And the only thing I can think of is like, I wonder if Anthony Michael Hall was like doing this around set loved like breakfast club and other things. And John Hughes is like, that's in the movie <laughs> like yeah. for 20 minutes. Like, cause it A just really long time on.
1: Yeah. We, the one, and I'm not going to defend the voice at all. It's that he's sort of the butt of the joke. For yeah. All of this And there's no, there's no sort of punching down towards anyone else. at yeah. the bar. It's like they're they're there, they're all having fun they they eventually sort of like accept him, um it's just,
0: yeah, I mean, he's low status, I suppose, like I think the joke is is that he is somehow trying to assimilate into this into this world that he just doesn't belong in at all, but it's so terrible, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and also Lisa's uh telling a story and drops the first of a few icky f-bombs yeah.
0: f-bombs um the b word is used a million times oh, well, in yeah, this I'd movie t- yes. um yeah the the f-bomb is used the it, it, i feel like there's like some homophobia when wyatt goes into the bathroom yeah and he ends up on this like man's
1: lap maybe yeah. or
0: who knows what's going on in the bathroom stall
1: yeah um I felt it was more just like general awkwardness than it could
0: be it could be any sort um, of yeah yeah i I know know. the guy dino who's the janitor from breakfast club yeah they i looked up what malaka meant which is a greek slang for essentially wanker because i was sure it was homophobic and i was like oh man i'm looking like because it kind of sounds like it and then i'm like oh no okay fine um so so yeah this
2: the scene causes caused me a lot of cringe and a lot of discomfort
0: um so they—you could of- tell. I just could like hear John Hughes laughing at Anthony Michael Hall doing this. Like I feel like it like delighted him, which grosses me they out. They
1: definitely did like twenty takes just because they oh, were having a, a ton of fun yeah. with it. Um,
0: Ugh, yeah.
2: I would be curious to like. I, I I fear that many of those actors have passed away um,
0: because they were.
2: Oh. They were in they their like seventies or sixties, totally. the eighties. Um, but you know, I'd be interested to hear what they have to say about that experience yeah. and what it felt like for them, and if I mean, they were in, in on the joke or not in on the joke. But either way, it'd be
0: interesting. It'd
1: yeah, be interesting. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. It once again because of the way they sort of treated it. I'm guessing they were sort of in on it because it's like he was the brunt of it and looking ridiculous, but. Well, I, once again, I don't know. Those
0: characters, out. the men in the bar are written to be like high status characters as is demonstrated later at the party and stuff. Yeah. But it, yeah, so who yeah. knows? But I would be really interested to hear, yeah, their take on what it was like to be on that set. So they drive back and it's just like chaos and
2: Wyatt drives and he almost crashes. It's He's all very, drunk
1: too. So yeah, it's like- it's
2: all very irresponsible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why, she's magic. Why isn't she driving?
2: Right. I don't understand. I guess she's trying to like give them power because they that's the other yeah. thing. Like I, I understand that she's there to serve as this sort of like power source for them because they're they're nerds and they don't have power, but I'm just kind of again annoyed because I'm like these two, like, white kids have more power than most people in the world. Yeah. You know right. I mean? Like, it's Super just... Super
1: rich like, white kids. Right. Yeah. It's
2: just, like... Uh, but, I again, it's, like, a John Hughes... I think he's... It's him. He sees himself in it, and he's, like, reliving some yeah. sort of thing from his childhood.
1: And then the other thing is that when they were inserting things into her brain, it was, like, uh, David Lee Roth from Van Halen. Yeah. So yeah. she's got, like, a... Supreme, like party, crazy streak,
2: and a lot of Einstein,
1: though. Uh, yeah, Einstein. Like you put in a picture of Einstein, and it's like we have calibrated Einstein's brain.
2: <laughs> right, it's so funny. <laughs> oh my god! So back at home, we get to meet Chet.
1: Yes, who Oof. is
2: <laughs> who is Bill Paxton, and I have never. I don't know that I've seen a young Bill Paxton.
0: I don't know if I have either. I think Twister is my youngest Bill Paxton. <laughs>
2: But there is something so peculiar about his face and the his teeth.
1: Eyes and teeth. Yeah. It's amazing. It's overwhelming. I love it. I love it.
0: They capitalized looked, on that. To me, he looks like a Pixar bully. Yeah. Like if, right? Like it's yeah. his every tooth is separate <laughs> in his head somehow. And he's just like even the eyes and the face, it's nuts.
1: He's the bully from Toy Story. Yeah. I, I'm Sid. Blanking on his yeah. Name. yeah. There you yeah. go.
0: Totally.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, so the next thing I have written down is the grossness of Lisa kissing Wyatt. And I wrote, he's a child and she's a grown-up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just have woman-boy make-out, thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, and With- and honestly, like, these are the moments where you kind of forget that Wyatt can't act because it's so unsettling and, like, mm-hmm. that kid is probably just acting naturally because it's probably crazy.
1: Which she had to threaten him because um, yeah. he wasn't, like stage kissing, he like put his tongue down her throat. And... So did it
0: remind you of that time that I forgot to be stage in a hot tub with you? Yeah. <laughs> we did that. We were doing that like weird skit. Sorry, that's like a comment that just requires so much backstory. But,
1: yeah, but yeah, basically <laughs> she in the scene, she was supposed to be groping me, but she didn't actually have to be groping me, but she's yeah. a method actor. So uh, yeah. Like
0: Rubbing his thigh under the water where the camera wasn't, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like I don't have to be doing this anyway." there's a wonderful little clip, mm-hmm. a little clip of one of the Peacekeeper <laughs> retreats.
1: As she force-fed me Oreos.
0: I was just thinking too, Philip, of
2: that that sketch you were in that time where Heather played your teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, so again, an older woman uh, seducing a, but you weren't a child; you were a grown up. No,
1: I was just like a nerdy guy
0: you are a nerdy grown man oh
2: man a nerdy
1: grown man yeah
0: yeah, yeah. well around this time though i'll say i have a, a i answered my own question because i wrote down oh man is her name lisa because of the computer and she yes. is
1: it was yes yeah, yeah
0: which yes. is kind of fun um and so yeah the next morning wyatt
2: is wearing lisa's outfit does that imply that they no, they didn't have sex. She right. wanted to with him.
1: Yeah. They, they describe exactly what happened is like she <laughs> tried to do her gymnastics routine. Oh, right. And he oh, yeah. passed out. Right. And then somehow clothes were exchanged, whether it was before or after the pass out. I don't know. <laughs>
0: There is so little men's underwear in my life that I didn't know that he was wearing women's underwear. So I was just like, <laughs> what's the gag? I don't understand. And I was like, it is, it does. The camera is focusing on this. Like, what? And then eventually. And then I got again, it. like a 14 year
2: old boy, like, I don't know. Oof. I'm just, again, wearing like the tiniest of clothing and like kind yeah. of being like sexualized in that way and he's like giggling at himself through the whole thing it just reads very <laughs> uncomfortable for me um and then Chet's like a, just like obsessed and grossed out that he's wearing underwear like that but then takes his towel off and he's like that's homophobic kind of
0: but oh yeah the whole thing is just yeah like gay panic and, and homophobia yeah. and then Chet chooses to make an omelet you see that where he yes. flipping the egg <laughs> on the ceiling and then it comes down onto the pan it's like who is winning here
1: Chet. everybody's losing Chet well no he give didn't give an F yeah, no, yeah explain he's it, not the, yeah. he's
2: not the one eating that he took the meal that Lisa made <laughs> for Wyatt which was a beautiful omelet and then he was like now make your own and then he threw the egg at the ceiling that's
1: what such a uh, such an awesome move I don't know it's it's so like, nuts <laughs> if you're gonna it's be, so a bully, crazy. be, be the he... worst bully you could be uh,
0: oh my and god it, um, and he must have had to practice that that was like so impressive but so like destructive oh man yeah yeah I just have a note saying Chet is unhinged <laughs> <laughs> So I also had a note, I'm sorry, this is like um, I'm diving into Chet being a bully, but he, you know, he goes to drink some coffee and he's like, did you spit spit in it, did you? And I was just thinking about how uncomfortable it would be, how stressful it would be to live in a house where you were constantly suspicious that other people were spitting in your coffee. How miserable, that's like hell. And there's, he has a right to suspect that and so does Wyatt. Like what a terrible, what a terrible way to grow up
1: anyway. Reminds me of oh, I'm trying to think if you were there. Anyways, it was a improv show weekend in Pittsburgh, and we were playing the clothespin game where I couldn't make co- it.
0: I didn't go. Oh yeah. Right, yeah,
1: where you're constantly like trying to like secretly clip a clothespin on, pin on someone. Okay. And I got so like paranoid that whole. It was miserable. It was miserable.
0: Yeah. Totally. And
1: you're just constantly like thinking if someone's like walking behind you or just, uh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of and ruins your time. That's what this would be. That would yeah. spit.
2: Absolutely. So let's see. Then they're at the mall and they yeah. they they've run into. Well, we haven't we didn't talk yet about or maybe we haven't really met them, but the two girls who are the girlfriends of the bullies or
0: to be we kind of like like the cool kids. Yeah. The
1: cool bullies. They're bullies they learn their names later
0: yeah and Robert Downey Jr. is one of them and then this other guy is another one and to me I have such a hard time because like the bullies the bully cool kids and the geeks look so much alike like there's no I it's our it's it's not a very obvious to me social order is why Robert Downey Jr. is like the king of this school and why the kid Wyatt is at the bottom of the barrel I don't know who knows
2: Katie, I wish you could see your Zoom screen because <laughs>
0: you are not very clear with us tonight on the oh, pod. Shoot.
2: Your voice hope, is clear.
0: I hope my voice is clear. It is. Shoot.
2: But your screen is giving us all the awkward Zoom poses. <laughs> just, oh, no. you know, in the effort to, to tell our listeners of our transparency yeah. process. Cinema
1: Verita. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Shoot. Um, just making sure I just want to make sure you could you could hear us and everything. So then Lisa's, you know, looking at underwear and she's asking, you know, if you were a 15-year-old boy, what would turn you on? Again, gross. It's just gross. Why are you buying clothes to turn on a 15-year-old?
1: Because she was programmed that way. I mean, okay. don't blame Lisa. Blame <laughs> the computers, I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
0: And then the bullies. I was just going to say, I have a note here. that the, Did you guys notice that at the mall, the crate and barrel bags are the same as they are yeah. today yeah i did i did notice that wow anyway go on <laughs> <laughs> Just, this <wow>.
1: podcast <laughs> brought to you by crate and Barrow.
0: did you You're guys at this that- <laughs> jamba juice was in the background so weird <laughs> it does sound, it did sound like an ad yeah
2: they the bullies then pour like a icy or slurpy Slurpee. All- is this slurpy
1: yeah i think it's right
2: I think it was. I icy. think it's the same thing, oh, isn't shit.
1: it? I think different right.
2: companies. Um, Oliver, oh. Wyatt, and Gary, and then every single human in the mall freaks out. It's hilarious! Like they are laughing so hard, they think it's so funny. And Robert Downey Jr. is wearing the weirdest <laughs> outfit oh, I've man. ever seen in my life. It's like military meets. He's got these tall yellow socks on. It's just awkward. Right. Totally strange,
1: but yet the the girlfriends were not impressed with the gag. No, they, they were the like only them. people in the mall unimpressed.
2: That's right. That's right. And, um, you know, Ian and Max is the bullies. They try to get with Lisa. They're, like, stalking her and following her and being creepy. And um, she's like, no, like, I'm here for my 50-year-old boyfriends. I'm both of their
0: girlfriends.
2: (laughs) How is
1: this not clear? Right.
0: It's not something that I would be jealous of. Like, these two dudes are, like, super jealous of this, like, car full of two boys and one girl. And it's like, how fun is this i just kept writing like they're sharing her i don't get it it's
2: just it's just weird but i guess i guess that's just not out of the realm i mean the bachelor started yeah like a sharing of one partner but
1: if if they're willing willing to share that porsche which is the most impractical car for three people (laughs) oh man they've got no problem sharing lisa
2: Well, and we learn later that they can do it again. So why didn't they just make two women in the first place, one for each of them instead of sharing
1: one? I guess it, I mean, I guess it didn't dawn on them that they could make two. Right. And they only did it to, yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
2: So (laughs) Gary's, Gary's parents, like why, why does Lisa go in and meet Gary's parents? What is the point of well, I think
0: he's going to just magic it and make it so that like it doesn't even happen right yeah I mean yeah right why even do this scene and drive Gary nuts
1: I did enjoy the gag of just her erasing the memories and going too far with the dad and he just yeah forgets his son <laughs> altogether that was pretty. <laughs> that
2: hilarious. bit about him forgetting the son was funny I mean I enjoyed that a gun
3: was very intense Mm -hmm. and it kind of crazy
2: it was just like crazy she threatens to kick the dad's ass you know there it's just wild it's yeah
0: (laughs) and it's like they're not they haven't even been established as these like overly strict ridiculous parents like i would definitely ask this woman to leave my home just as the father did and i have a note here too that's like anthony michael hall's voice just turns into a scream like they're just Screaming at each other, like the father and him. And I'm like, I honestly, again, because I watched this on a TV that the remote, the volume doesn't work. I'm like, I'm gonna turn this off. I'm going to turn this off and leave. Um, I hated it. I hated it. Anthony
2: and then Michael I did Hall have, has a
0: at a bad scream. He has a that it's terrible. It's yeah. like that under the like in sixteen That's candles that, that under breathy. the table. Yeah, Heck. I yeah. hate it. I hate yeah. it. I um, it's terrible. Um, but yeah, I had a note about the gun that it just feels like a terrible improv scene that yes. like, somebody couldn't figure out how to heighten, so they have a gun like in pure uh, Michael yeah. Scott fashion. I didn't.
2: This like is it. all. This is all leading up to the giant party that she's hosting at Wyatt's house, where she's invited everybody, you know, from the school, like via just the two bullies,
0: right? Right, and then I did have a note here that like this to me is the most believable party. That I've ever seen, insofar as everybody is mind controlled, and that's why everybody showed up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like there's so many John Hughes movies and like can't hardly wait and all of this. It's like, yeah, the entire school is drinking beer and putting out cigarettes in your house. And they're like, no, this actually makes sense <laughs> because everybody's under mind control and that's why it's happening. Are they though?
1: Wait, what yeah, now?
0: I think so. I know. Because think they all so. come and they all are like, yes, like all together. Well, they just are like the just teenagers scene. that want to go to a party. That was just a
1: sight gag. Yeah. I think it's it's really literally, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, then it's the least believable scene I've ever seen.
1: But um, although I mean, just the idea of inviting that many people over to your house is just insane. Like no, your your house idea. will get trashed. Right. I've, yeah, of I've been to like a couple of those, and it's just you're just sort of standing around. It's like, why did you do this to yourself?
2: <laughs> right, because oh people just suddenly just get this disregard for for things when it's not right. their house, and it's if you can't see the floor, you're like, all bets are off. You know, if everybody, it's so crowded,
1: it's a mob. Yeah, you. Yeah. You, there's there's no responsibility.
2: So. But Wyatt and Gary are hiding in the bathroom because they're they're nerds and they're overwhelmed. And this one, I'm just like, okay, they're just like scared little boys. And yeah. meanwhile, like Lisa turns, you know, she's kind of a villain in a lot of ways. And maybe that's the point of the movie, you know? Mm. She's like passing hors d'oeuvres around their house. And just again, this is sort of like the mom, hostess, wife thing, I guess. Um, and then the two girls whose names are what biff deb and
1: biff and (laughs) diffy
2: hilly hilly and deb hilly and deb have this like the worst (laughs) 80s makeup in the world um join them in the bathroom well well, one first one of them poops in front of the other yeah okay i mean is that a thing i didn't i didn't know no okay i didn't know if you guys spent time pooping in front of your friends a lot when you were teenagers No. I mean, peeing, yes, but pooping—that's. Just... Well, I couldn't
1: tell if it was just a fart or an actual. Poo. It I like...
2: thought it was a. F- oh, because later, it was. Yeah. later we get a clear reference to poo that I think is like a callback to this moment.
1: So yeah, I just want to get into this point. They <laughs> they like invite them like, can we use the restroom? And they're like, sure, come in. And then they stay, and that just blows my right. brain. It just yeah. like. I don't get it.
2: I don't get it either.
1: And they the girls seem fine with it. They're not completely like, no, we we don't want you here.
2: And then we get this like really quick cutaway to Wyatt's grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> Who we are having dinner, and they're like, just the most canned setup. Like, we're gonna I stop by and see Wyatt.
0: I couldn't believe they included this scene. I like, know. it's like you could just have them show up at the door. It's like, well, oh, Wyatt's grandparents just wanting to check on him. Like, uh. you took like a minute out of your film. I couldn't believe it. This is like some other weird, like John Hughes creepy trope. Where he's like,
2: man, our grandparents the worst. Am I right? And it's like i'm like sitting here at like nearly 40 like i wish i had my grandparents like i just don't absolutely know why he's so like he's like this in 16 candles he's just like yeah. those grandparents they're the dumbest worst. Grandparents are
1: the best yeah
0: i know i'm like I- they're the best have you guys thought about this? Like, cause I always, I mean, we've talked about this before in this podcast where it's like, were the eighties just this time of like adults were so mean to kids, kids were awkward and miserable, everything sucked, or is that just John Hughes? No, like, I think that's still today. I
2: mean, yeah. if you look at things like, I don't know if you guys have watched Euphoria, for example, or like, like there's still the, 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 ideas still exist. It's just the way, I don't know. It's like the John Hughes world. It's almost more cartoonish or- Yeah. It's just the it flamboyance of the 80s, the decadence, you know, the like, you know, he didn't grow, he grew up in like the nice suburbs of Chicago. It's like, you know, they're not bad problems to have. He's like inventing problems maybe. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. He's like the original like Tony Soprano, like the, the whole like, I don't know, just like the Sopranos and Breaking Bad where it's like trouble in the suburbs. Like- right. Right. What if I was a gangster? I was like, well, you're okay.
2: not. Right. Um, so then um, the four guys get together, the bullies and, and the two guys, and they talk about sharing Lisa and letting each other have a crack at her. And Ooh, yeah. gross. I don't yes. like gross. any of that. Grosses me out.
1: Like, I don't even get how they... Because Lisa comes off as a very... For, for an outsider, it comes off as a very independent, smart woman, like very assertive woman. So I can't see the two bullies being like, oh, we can just convince someone to let us have her. You know, I right. don't get the that mental jump that they had to make. Like we know it because she's con- somehow actually is controlled by them. But as an outsider, I don't get that.
2: Well, she tells them earlier on in the movie, like I only, I follow what Wyatt and what's his name." Oh one. yeah,
1: but- Like hearing that, would you actually think like, oh, if they? No, I'm not a
2: 15 year old boy. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um, Gary's (laughs) cut back to Gary's parents, and this is another gag about like she's the mom showing a photo of Gary to the dad. Who? Who? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's amazing. That was funny. Um, So then they're they're up in the bedroom, and they're gonna make another lady.
1: Once again, why are they like these tormentors of them? Like, uh, I don't yeah, get it. I don't. I don't get know. It.
2: So they they do all the process again. They talk about the size of the boobs again. Like, I just here's the thing. I get it. I get boobs. Boobs. <laughs> They're great. You know. And I'm like, if you make that woman's boobs that big, she's <laughs> gonna be so uncomfortable. Oh yeah. She's not gonna have a happy life, and in fact, she's probably not gonna feel sexy. Like, stop doing it. Oh, absolutely. Come on. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, but then, like, everything goes haywire again, of course. And instead of making a
0: woman, they make a rocket, a nuclear (laughs) weapon.
1: Right. Yeah. Well,
0: right, because the... Because they did this whole thing of like, and you forgot you were so busy that you forgot to hook it up to the Barbie doll. Like, yeah, Lisa is a little bit of like a taunting witch in a way. (laughs) But like she comes out and like, she's like, guess what, fuckers, I'm still here. And you didn't double me. And she's really, it's almost like, it's just like this weird relationship she has with them, which she seems to particularly have a relationship with Wyatt, I guess because they made out because the kiss that he exchanges with Anthony McCall at the mall is like the side, like Ugh. no one can yeah. figure out where their lips are. So it's just like, she's like super crushing on Wyatt, which is weird. Um, who's arguably the protagonist, which uh, is another bizarre choice. But um, so, the, so it's like, it's almost like this Tinkerbell Peter Pan thing where it's like, she is disappointed with them. That they she they were trying to make another one of her because I feel like she's like in this throuple with them that seems (laughs) to be committed and has these like established boundaries, Um, (laughs) and then right so all of this to explain that like the two little like car jump (laughs) things were hooked up to a life Life times magazine yeah whatever something like that
2: that was on a rocket rocket ship
0: yeah so the rules are on a rocket ship a nuclear warhead nuclear warhead right so like whatever the rules are whatever those things are like framing that's what gets blown up and come to life and so now they have this nuclear warhead in their living room which is when Wyatt loses it because he's like oh no my parents are gonna come home it's like you weren't worried about this stuff before like your whole house is upside down this is like kind of literally the least like of your problems so but
1: they have a magic genie so Yeah, not really. That's true. That's it should have dawned on them already that she can fix things. Also,
2: that warhead coming through the floor is just like the most like phallic sexual gross thing I've ever seen.
0: (laughs) I also, I mean, I had I was so confused with like, it's like, do they live on a bayou? Like, how are people just like ending up in the water like when they're thrown (laughs) out of their house? But I guess it's a pool. No, they live on on, a lake.
1: (laughs) That's oh <laughs> the Chicago Bayou. Um,
2: I thought, I thought for some reason. Gators. Yeah, I thought yeah. for some reason it had been raining and it made like a puddle, but it was actually like the house is on the water,
1: just like a golf course. Yeah, is what I imagine they're like super rich suburbs, and so it's like that's on true a because on a like
0: like the havoc scene. I mean, it's like a full what, like three minutes that we see just chaos. It goes on for a long time. It's the most fake special effect ever of a picture frame with the parents dancing, (laughs) which is Uh, just a room with the parents dancing, which is terrible. Um, And then like yeah everybody's like upside down and somebody's in
2: the tv that poor girl playing the pianist yeah yeah. who gets sucked out of the room she's just trying to add culture to this party and her clothing gets sucked off she's naked she flies through a chimney
0: that is terrible yeah and it makes me think (laughs) when did ghostbusters come out
1: say that was like 87 yeah, or 86. I just
0: yeah. I just feel like and I and, and it was weird to learn that the studio kind of pressured John Hughes to do this but I'm like did John Hughes just want to do like an action like a special effects quirk movie because like there's just so much in this one scene that's not
1: 84 typically there's
2: in his other so
0: much weirder shit
2: to come still Well, yeah yeah oh my true, God. True, true, okay true. so we, we got to keep going so grandma yeah. and grandma show up and they're flabbergasted by you know everything and they want to call the cops. So Lisa puts them in the pantry and
1: freeze frame, freeze frame. Ugh.
0: I love that Anthony Michael Hall to her says, pretty sick, Lisa. Like he's calling her lease <laughs> at this point. Um, That's part of their throuple. It is. <laughs> and I have a note that the grandmother looks like an older Judy Garland. Like if hmm. Judy Garland had aged, it kind of looks see that. like that. I yeah. Can
2: see that. Similar
1: mouths. Well, I will say that uh, in their first like uh, restaurant scene with the grandparents, my couch mate was just blown away by the acting talent of the grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Just how it was uh, in a play where she was definitely acting for the the people at the back, you know, just, Very demonstrative. It's uh, true. That's
2: a little Judy Garlandy too. She's,
0: maybe you know. that's what it was. It was very like flamboyant. Yeah, it's yeah. like
2: meet me in St. Louis. <laughs> it
0: didn't help that she said that. That so was like Judy yeah. Garland. <laughs>
2: no. She said, "I'm Judy
1: Garland,
0: somewhere <laughs> over
2: the rainbow." Oh, uh, so uh, then these two but bike. Oh man, man, oh man.
1: Bike mutants. What They're bike mutants?
2: Bike mutants.
1: Bike mutants.
2: Break, break their the walls and the windows of. The
0: <laughs> <house>. <laughs> when I when I was watching this, I thought that like somebody called the police, and that's how the Chicago police chose to break up this party. <laughs> and I was like, this is nuts. But like honestly, this this situation is even crazier. Like the, the lead guy is literally from Mad Max. Yeah, yeah right. That from actor from the second one. Uh huh. Yeah, and then there's just all of these people, and you're like, what? is happening how like, did they come there
2: i think i realized a fear i never knew i had which was somebody <laughs> riding a motorcycle in my home like how <laughs> scary would that feeling be first of all, all i don't like the sound of motorcycles yeah me oh, either yeah. Like, oh i hate it and in a they're closed space oh in a closed space where you're just like they're just mm. and they kept like turning dramatically We're trying
1: and, to have a party here
2: right, and they're like going clunking up and down the stairs yeah. i'm just like i don't think i ever knew i was scared of that until this movie (laughs) i'm terrified it's not good it's not good and then this like yeah this leather daddy (laughs) but the guy from mad max yeah (laughs) okay and he's got like native american
0: like
1: affectation.
2: yeah there's
0: about four of them total right Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, he's a- basically wearing the costume from Mad Max. Mm-hmm, like okay. a little. And there was feathers. He basically had shoulder pads with feathers on it from that. And I think it's just that's what it's coming I from. I don't think it's okay. yeah.
2: So and but but then we have another woman whose life is great because she's got a chain around her neck. She's a slave. Like they're in this like <laughs>
0: SM thing. I
1: Which, guess w- because once again, I think it's just the reference to Mad Max. Not just the reference, but I think it's a reference to Mad Max of just okay.
0: It's interesting because at first Well like at first when they come into the party She seems kind of like on her own And then when they leave right. She's like being carted away So it's hard to tell like what's going on with her Yeah
1: it, I don't know why they needed to do that yeah, I don't know either Because like it, would, it would have been more impressive Or just like oh she's another high status Like yeah. person that's invading your thing Yeah right. I don't know so
0: She we- was at first and then it kind of switched Yeah right
2: so, you know, Lisa's job here is to encourage these two teenage
0: boys to stand up for themselves. And I'm with them. I mean, like so so do we think what's happened is is that because that's Lisa's goal to make these kids like, you know, self-possessed and confident and just like men of the world in the mm-hmm. future that she's invited Mad Max, the Mad Max motorcycle gang yeah. into 100%. it. 100%. So, yeah. so that she, they can she, stand up to it. Yeah. She
1: created them, I think. Right. right.
0: Yeah, right, right, right. And then they're hiding in the closet, which is exactly where I would be. I mean, that is that is actually the right move um, in this situation. And then and then I just have a note that like Mad Max, the Mad Max crew is like taunting these guys and the crowd is like loving it. (laughs) They're like, Oh, oh, yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Like, you all are on the same page. These mutant bikers are total interlopers. It was. So and weird. like did anybody else get sucked
2: up through the chimney or was it just that poor piano girl?
1: Just like, the pianist. F- just the piano.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That sucks for her.
2: So yeah, and then we get like ugh, I just hate it. Like Gary's like that's when he says why don't you shut up bitch to the woman with the thing. Oh. Yeah.
0: Drops another F bomb. And then another like, F bomb. That oh, a- s- that apparently is the 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 way to be an awesome Man, yeah, in this society. right. I hated it. Yeah. I hated that scene. I just ugh.
2: And then, I mean, this is kind of funny. Like they basically like all apologize on the way out and kind of grovel. And you know, Gary has a gun again, but this time it's real. It's not a water gun, and he shoots the ceiling.
1: Because I just assume that Lisa can zip it right to make it real and not real. Assume, at a yeah,
0: terms. exactly. Yeah. Okay, which I don't know why she would need to. Yeah, who knows.
2: So then, um, you know, because of that efforts of their manliness, ha- Haley and Deb are really into Gary and Wyatt now.
1: Like, yeah.
2: And they all get to make sense.
1: Really makes sense. I mean, I'm yeah. glad
2: they're at least dating girls that are close to their own age. I just hope these women like feel like they have a choice in who they date and they don't feel like they have to just go from like douchebag to douchebag. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, I feel bad for like any woman in this movie. Really? Um, yeah. So the house is destroyed, and um, Chet comes home because he's been hunting all night or all morning. Or where has he been?
1: Hunting, but I mean, oh. it was it was a party last night, so he's he was doing night duck hunting, which <laughs> right could be As, a thing. Okay, I, don't
2: know. I like the sight gag of him going to his room. It's destroyed, but he goes to his room and it's snowing.
1: Yeah, that was nice. It's funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah, what is like? What does Chet think is happening at this point? <laughs> like it's snowing in his room. It's like oh, I'm going to kill those guys. Like yeah, they
2: created uh, a weather yeah. system in your room, right? So then he goes in and he he has a rifle and he's pointing it at people's faces, which this is, is the terrible. Worst.
1: Yeah, I was.
0: Ugh.
2: This is yeah. terrible. I mean, there's just way too many guns in this movie. So many more guns than I ever... I thought there would be zero guns. I never thought a gun would be in this movie. And then there were so many <laughs> more guns than I thought were in this movie.
1: Guns are science, Bridget. You know, <laughs> yeah. get over it.
0: They're not needed. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely played for laughs. And it's like, that will be the single most traumatic thing that happens to this girl. <laughs> like, yes. This is crazy. Right. And can you imagine... <laughs>
2: He's all like, you're pointing it at her nose. Like, you're going to hurt her nose. It's like, you're going to blow off her face. Right. I, I know. <laughs> and
1: it's
0: so crazy.
2: It's well, on her I, nose.
1: Well, I think it's awful. I also, like, I don't know why, because it was sort of Bugs Bunny, but like the, the head taps I... with a gun.
2: Oh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is like, so bad. Right.
1: What did she, Yeah, it would it would it really would. It would probably split your forehead open.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Um, if, if you're doing it with any real like
2: realism, uh, totally. Yeah. Mm,
0: crazy. Chet.
1: Chat. So, so, <laughs> crazy <laughs> little chat.
2: Crazy chat and his weird face. Chat's going to chat. So he um he and Lisa have like a heart to heart. And what oh, Chat and Lisa? Yeah. <laughs> Why does so then Gary's speeding away in the Porsche. Why wait, where's he going? I I don't remember
1: to take the girl home.
2: Oh, right. He's they're taking the girls home. Um, no, I think they're going back to the house first. Check on Chet. No, first they had to take the girls home. Okay. All right. Got it. And then they then they're then they got to go back. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But they have to like (laughs) go ahead. Go ahead.
2: No, I was going to say there's, it's just so like, there's so much uncomfortable. It's like the, these two like kissing scenes, these tender moments, like Wyatt and Haley and they're kissing and he grabs her butt. And I'm just like, I'm just like, so it's like, I know everybody deserves love, but maybe I'm just so over it in this movie. I'm just creeped out by all of it.
1: They would have instantly called them out of like, Oh, you are not there yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. No, you cannot do that. Um, and then you were going to say, what happened to Chet?
1: What well, no, no, what I was going to say is the, uh, as they're speeding away from the cops. Oh, yeah. And luckily they, they get by that train and it's like a two car train, but the cops oh, feel yeah. the need to like get out of the car and throw their hats down and like, ah, oh, we've lost. That was amazing. Them now. <laughs>
0: I, I was like, just keep going. You can see them.
1: <laughs> you, I mean, the train was so short. And you could have seen like, oh, this yeah. won't slow us down at all
0: <laughs> it was totally yeah that was, was so amazing. strange
1: uh, loved it
0: wait have we when so when does chet like kind of abuse the brothers is that in the morning that's in the morning before yeah. they yeah. leave right, right. yeah i mean
2: that the wedgie and all of that yeah yes yes
0: the and that's when you he see why it like that kid can't hold it together oh, at yeah. all like no. every single time it's just like he's waiting for his big brother to tickle him he's like <laughs> like it's just so painful to even watch him try to not like break into laughter and like yeah oh man yeah like jimmy fallon oh yes little brother
2: yeah
1: and you so, know that was the best take as well so <laughs> exactly just, uh, right
2: like how many did they do and you can see like bill bill paxton, paxton. is like kind yeah. of method I mean he's a very intense actor like you I can see that him like he's shaking him yeah. yeah yeah and the other kid's like oh
0: I thought about that so much like what is it like to be Bill Paxton and like Anthony Michael Hall like acting off yeah. of the scene partner and you're I just know. having to like blank out that there's anybody in front of you because this kid just cannot do it I know I was thinking about that I was like Ugh, he's not he's not doing it Um.
2: so then Lisa turns Chet into a talking pile of
1: poo pile
2: like of fart
0: yeah oh it's, man
1: yeah
2: now, before I watched the movie, I read a fun fact, which was that Bill Paxton was feeling claustrophobic in the right. poop suit. And he was so- in that
1: suit. No, <laughs> yeah, could, well, go ahead. He
2: wasn't because he was cla- he was claustrophobic when he was in it. But then when I saw the poop suit, I was like, "Why does he need to be inside of that in the first place?" I, oh,
1: it's a puppet. It, it really it it ruined it for me in that scene. <laughs> Just um, this part this puppet that would have had no part of him showing. Just the fact that he wasn't in it ruined it for me. Why?
2: It's like not his face. It's not his... I mean, it's his teeth, I guess. But why would he... I mean, it's not his real teeth. It's just modeled after his face. uh But he's like... It's like Slimer as a triangle. Yeah. And it's just the sound of like flies and And farts. Farts. It's disgusting. (laughs) It's disgusting. Uh, And she reveals that like, you know... Oh, well... He apologizes because he's been turned into a poop, right?
1: Yeah. He's learned. He's learned.
2: And then Lisa, you know, they have a tearful goodbye with her because she's done so many great things for them. Like a lot, you guys.
1: She got them girlfriends, you know? Like long-lasting girlfriends.
2: They didn't stay together. You know they didn't.
1: No. They... 100% got back with their (laughs) jerk boyfriends.
2: They sure did. next
1: day. Um, They
2: sure did. Um, I think that
1: was part of the spell as well. I don't believe that they were wowed by them.
0: Yeah. Did you guys notice, I mean, are we at the point where the parents come home, right? Well, first, yeah, Lisa fades away and the house goes
2: back to normal.
0: Which is sad. And all
2: the furniture. (laughs) Really sad? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> For some reason, I was like living in that three seconds where I'm like, "This is like terrible," and then I came out. Yeah, okay, I, I'm tearing I'm up. So I have a note you. that says, "I have a note that says I'm tearing up," and I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how
2: real it was, but yeah. Were you cutting onions? <laughs>
0: Probably.
2: Oh yeah, I wonder. So I was like, what happened to the grandparents? And what happened to that piano girl? Did she get sucked back through the chimney mm. and she's just naked at the piano? Like they didn't answer a lot of the questions. We know the carpet got put back, but like- Good point. What about, I mean, Chet opens and sees the grandparents at some point. He's like, our grandparents are frozen. But then it's like, they're still there or what? They wake up there and they're like scared and old
1: probably i assume piano girl um got zapped right back to the piano like at 10 a.m whenever a the parents point. are getting there um, with her
2: clothes
0: on or no
1: yeah she would get her because okay. that ha- yeah because that's the restoration of it but she is confused <laughs> as hell
0: i mean did you think about how like what a night the kid that got trapped in the tv show has had
1: like oh, he's just yeah. trapped
0: in that television show
1: oh he's committed now yeah
0: oh absolutely
2: okay so yeah um yeah Wyatt's parents come home and Katie what do you want to say about that
0: so they come home and the the mother is like your father or, or like the mother hugs um Wyatt and Wyatt goes to hug the father and he's like no 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's just a handshake and you're like what's the backstory there why include that if you can't tell us anything about why this has
2: happened I think it's like homophobic
1: Is it? Well, I think it was just like strict. I think because they had had a like line at the beginning that the dad was like very sort of...
2: I don't know. I got like a a boys don't hug
0: boys vibe. I guess it was so weird. I mean, I guess it like squares with like Chet, right? Like being this like hunter, like macho guy. I just thought it was such a strange detail. (laughs) I wrote dad won't hug him sad face. It made me sad. That made me
1: sad. Uh,
2: And then... um, Lisa is, is the gym teacher
0: for yeah. who? Well, for, for it's Shermer High School, which is the high school from Breakfast Club, I right? guess. But I don't understand it.
1: <laughs> but that wasn't their high school, right? Or no? No, I think okay. it was a
0: different high school. And I don't know if it was John Hughes's attempt to link the two films, but it's so like, so she's not disappeared. She's actually living a full life
1: She's on to abuse your children,
0: (laughs) right? Yes. And why is she wearing that? She can't wear that outfit to teach high school. And then the boys just pass out. Like, ugh. Yeah. The end. It was such a strange ending. What a strange
2: ending (laughs) to a strange film. Yeah. Weird.
1: Weird. It was in the title.
2: (laughs) Weird in the title. Weird science. Oh man. So uh, were there any other questions about this
0: flick?
1: That was the one I had. Okay.
0: How about? Yeah, I kind of answered mine as I okay. went along. I mean, I did have a question, but I didn't look it up. It's like, I do wonder how many John Hughes movies we've talked about. Um, several. Maybe we'll, we'll reveal the answer next time. Maybe John but Hughes needs a
2: smoking jacket.
0: It's many. Oh, yeah. He probably gets, I bet he gets two. I bet he could. I bet it's he's not done just six. like
2: he's had his hand on a bunch of different huh.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. It's, his hand is he, he was very definitive in the mid-80s, for sure.
1: <laughs> his hand is on the butt of a lot of movies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, all
1: uh,
2: right.
0: Hummers, bombers,
2: hummers and, and bombers. Ooh, trio. A thruple.
1: A thruple. thruple of things. Um, let's start with the uh, dumbers. Go dumbers. Um, Go dumbers. I've got one um, Go for it. I mentioned it I'm just going to stick with it, it just the, the dumbness of wishing for anything and wishing for the smallest car you could possibly have for <laughs> for. like they're both equal wishers in this and they wish themselves to have to cram into the back seat of a, a coupe uh, a two door car and that's just it's hella dumb yeah yep. that's, that's what I got
0: that's a good one. I like that.
2: There's
1: a lot to choose from, but that's know, what I'm going with. I
0: know, I I feel like I I went through and we talked about so many things that I had notes on, but I think in general, um, I think I always find it dumb when – directors and writers like resort to the use of cuss words in a way that's like not impactful it's just like throwaway. so I think like the amount of like b words f words all of this is just it takes away from like any kind of cleverness it just starts you stop hearing it so I thought that was kind of dumb oh
2: god there are so many I'm having a hard time deciding I guess I just think you know the idea that to, that men own women's bodies is dumb,
1: <laughs>
2: and that sure, you know, I can get behind
1: that. I you know can get I mean? behind that, and that, that yeah. like
2: you can objectify women and take the physical body parts that you want from them, include, or, but make sure they're smart, like a man, Albert Einstein,
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: right, <laughs> and yeah,
2: cool, like David Lee Roth, another man. Um, and then yeah, you have the power and the ability to create that woman and then control that woman. I mean, I kind of get I, I get that there was like a little role reversal and that she was actually in control, I guess. But but was she I don't know.
1: They they could have made a better movie here by making it where she's instantly in complete control. It's like you you dummies had no intention of making like some right. someone who's much more powerful than you and then still have them learn a lesson at the end, but have it be that they have no control over her.
2: Right. Like she's in that scene and she's like, I had a shower with Wyatt and Gary earlier. It was mind blowing. It's like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. What was mind blowing about that experience? <laughs> yeah. But like two skinny like teenage boys like cowering in a corner <laughs>
1: or, or she was just being so sarcastic and okay, she just well maybe read, She, was, she but... read the line wrong like <laughs> yeah they were in the back with their clothes on it was it was so mind-blowing uh oh, it was like i'm really glad i wasn't able to like reach and like the my back god. of my hair because they were crowding the dance. that shower. is very funny they're great oh
0: god yeah <laughs> oh what about bummers? Um, I have a bummer that is is similar to your dumber, Bridget, but yeah. um, I wonder if I like I I don't know how I don't want to be long winded in articulating it, but it's like a thread of John Hughes movies that I think we've talked about before, which specifically applies to Anthony Michael Hall, where I feel like because the status of these characters is low status, that he John Hughes thinks that misogyny is not important. Like because these characters are so low status and they're classified as geeks it's like they can do anything and say anything about women and it doesn't matter because they're not a threat but like this just in they are and so I think it really bums me out that he is such a prolific filmmaker and he chooses to focus on this like super narrow time in people's lives where like social popularity hierarchy that's all he's focused on and he doesn't bring in any kind of like feminism or any kind of like racial awareness, nothing else matters. And that bums me out. (laughs) A good one. I think, I mean, there's, okay.
2: I've said it already. The the girl at the piano really bums me out. I'm just (laughs) sad for her, but also that kiss. That kiss between her, between Lisa and Wyatt is the bummer of my <laughs> lifetime. I hated it's illegal. It. I hated it. It was gross. It was illegal. It was too yeah. much. It was like, uh, it was like a grown woman taking advantage of a teenage boy. And I did not like it. Bummed me out.
1: Yeah. Uh, mine is just going to be the, the girlfriends. Um, yeah. I mean, the whole thing of them. Hating everything that Robert Downey Jr. and his compatriot did, but yeah. then still being convinced to yeah. get back with them. <sighs> totally. And then somehow being like wooed by okay. this pair and then staying overnight with them. Right. It's just like they have zero agency. They are just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. They're plot devices completely. And oh, yeah. 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 I think it's, it is a recurring thing in John Hughes movies of just, I mean, uh, I mean I'm trying to think is this worse than 16 candles um I don't know it's debatable like <laughs>
2: affectionately I say yes just because like I can't actually I can't remember did I say it 16 candles wasn't for real no you here. said it
0: wasn't for real yeah I
2: think we agreed on that Well that that was a case I and there's a lot of problems with it but I don't I don't for some reason I wasn't as I, that's not fair. That's not fair. I should be upset about some of the things that happened in that movie in, in a way that don't because they don't affect me the same way this one does because it's more about like women objectifying versus like making fun of an Asian person or something like that. You know? I
0: mean, I have a slight counterpoint to, I I was thinking about that with 16 Candles. I think the the glaring craziness about 16 Candles is how a protagonist good guy like Jake right. Ryan is all of a sudden like oh he is a full-on villain and with this movie i guess you could say that of the our two lead geeks are kind of like they're supposed to be the good underdogs but they're not but like the distance between what jake ryan is supposed to be versus who he is is like so huge right that it's it's crazy but um i mean whatever like it's it's a battle of a battle of insane the losers, like with these <laughs> it's two a films. battle
1: between statutory rape and yeah. actual rape. So, yeah, or not actually. I shouldn't say actual, <laughs> it's yeah, a battle, yeah. I, the battle, I, 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 assault, assault yeah.
0: battle, totally different.
1: It's, yes. yeah. yeah, definitely in the penal code is where we're having this discussion. <laughs> Absolutely, it's, it's not great.
0: That's
1: yeah. true. Uh, so <laughs> hummers.
2: I have one actually. Okay, and I'm glad we didn't talk about it. Um, but in that whole second wave of think of them creating the second woman, aka the nuclear weapon, I love the sight gag of turning the kitchen blue. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love the details uh, of that. I love that every single thing in the kitchen was blue, and that it was the next day. And then you would see like some kids at the party, like in their all blue outfits. It was like because they got turned that in the kitchen, but then they left. I just I'm like yeah. thinking of how fun it probably was for a set designer or props totally. supervisor to like create that magical world and replicate it off the kitchen that was already there. I mean, it was it was such a minor they didn't even talk about it they didn't even deal yep. with it but it was it was such a cool like art visual i think in yeah. the film so that that was my hover.
0: that's a really good one this is a travel humber, humble brag but have you guys ever been to chef shawin in morocco like the blue city <laughs> no,
1: no it looks yeah.
0: <laughs> it, <laughs> It looks, it looks, it looks like that. And um, anyway. um... Have you guys ever been to um, Guy Fieri's restaurant
2: in the casino? It's like right off 295 in Baltimore. Does it look like that?
1: No. No, I just
2: was humble bragging about (laughs) it.
1: I've walked by his restaurant in Atlantic city like eight times in a row. And you get to hear him talking about get a rack of ribs and a (laughs) big, bucket of beer have a good Wait, time
0: i need to back up this guy Fieri seriously have a restaurant in like baltimore yeah he did or
2: i don't know if it's still there i mean actually heather and i, I went there, there once together oh whoa in that casino what, what is it called
0: the oh, the, horseshoe, hor- uh, ca- the horseshoe. horseshoe, yeah,
2: horseshoe crab casino. <laughs> we <laughs> went there. Horseshoe ra- casino,
1: <laughs> the blood bank. We
2: went there one random day, like in the middle of the week, because I was like, I've never really been to. I mean, I've been to Vegas, but I was like, I don't understand the the buzz, and it was just like. And a very weird experience for me to be in there in the middle of the week with people just zombied oh, yeah. out on yeah. Oof. and we ate in the Guy Fieri restaurant. And I was
0: like, never take me here again. Oh <laughs> man. Yikes. Yeah, that place is not a joyful place for no. me. Um I I do have a Hummer. Okay. It's not a Northern Africa humble <laughs> brag travel story. I'm excited like you've yeah. been to Morocco. Uh, That's yeah. Cool.
1: <laughs> I want to go. that be cool.
0: It's, it's great. I highly recommend that city specifically. But so um in the in talking we kind of touched on it but we didn't touch on the exact thing in like the three beat herald of um the father forgetting who gary is uh at the end him and the mother are driving and they pass each other in the car and the mother's like that's gary and the father just says is this gary character <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they edit it right there and i'm like yes like yeah. i just i loved it i loved I, it i, I so enjoyed that too I laughed that,
1: was, that was a perfect joke with like totally. no no downside where you have to feel guilty about it um, yeah exactly
2: well, uh,
1: mine
2: about,
1: oh no i've got to say let's talk hummer.
2: about philip's hummer
1: <laughs> yeah that's what i was gonna uh, say mine's gonna be simple and direct and uh it's chet um I love Bill Paxton mm. and I just oh, I love yes. him in all the movies. He he just brings this energy. Um
2: have you seen Big Love? Mm, I've seen
1: no. like a season of it. Yeah,
2: that's um, what I think. That's what I think of Bill Paxton. In. I
1: need to go back. but but like Tombstone Aliens, um
0: Titanic.
1: <laughs> yeah, Titanic, Twister. Twister. <laughs> I think of uh, Twister personally.
2: Wait, is he New, in not, Titanic? Not New
1: Jack City, but there's like some other movie. Where? Uh, Who
0: is he in Titanic? He's well, the he's captain the, present. Of the Yeah. He's the modern day researcher.
1: I know this and I've never seen Titanic.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: You've never seen Titanic?
1: Uh-oh. If no. you're
0: watching Uh-oh, that
1: through the Phil. You maybe just
0: <laughs> condemned yourself God to a three hour watch. damn it. Watch. I've <laughs> gone
1: so long without seeing this damn movie now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh Um, i i gotta say that really intrigues me on your reaction to it yeah yeah yeah.
1: it's probably good but anyways yeah bill (laughs) paxton's great uh god rest him um but no he he was an amazing actor and just had so much energy and i loved him in this movie
0: bill paxton is dead yeah
2: yeah
1: he died in like 2017 i think oh man yeah i think Um, of a
0: heart attack it was really
2: untimely tragic
1: super early yeah
2: that's sad that is a bummer
0: let's talk about what we're wearing now um well Bridget (laughs) I want to say that your commitment to doing this podcast within that poop puppet (laughs) (laughs) so that we got a right the right the right um tone I could it made a difference and I'm glad for your commitment of it and then um Uh, Possibly a a really obscure reference uh, that I think I get on the hat that's on top of that crazy, you know, triangular puffet outfit is um, that trucker hat that just says um, Brother Badger's Rocket Ship House Repair Company. Yeah. Um, And I love it, which is a fun (laughs) callback to (laughs) Better Off Dead, which you know how to call who to call when rocket ship's blow up your house
1: yeah although that's all i could think of when that happened it was like yeah totally
0: no, we're like we
2: already saw This is saw Badger's
1: that. doing. Yeah. We saw
0: this. This is Badger. Thank you
2: for noticing all of the details of my outfits tonight. Oh team. yeah, um, Philip, I am also impressed with your outfit, which is a—it's like a one of those bodysuits, like a full body suit. Yep. That's made to look like a naked woman's body. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about because <laughs> I'm wearing it. That's why I know what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> and I noticed you have on a very tiny sort of half T-shirt on top. Sure. Uh-huh. That says, um, I took twelve years of piano and all I got was to be naked in a movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem fair, but I, I mean it's a the shirt is a conversation starter.
2: And then um, and then I just noticed this. I, I couldn't see it earlier, but I noticed you have a hairband, like a a hairband in your hair that is the shape of Chet's teeth. Is are those real teeth?
1: um they, they are oh. well i mean Ow. they're not human teeth <laughs> okay. but they're they're whale real teeth, teeth. Yeah. all right we don't t- it's whale a, teeth. A, a brill or whatever it's called or... oh
0: yeah 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 grill? yeah
1: wait what is
0: brill. what is a real krill krill well,
1: that's what they eat oh. that's what they eat
0: what is it uh, it's like the fi- it's like the filter right all of what our what whale weird, head
1: listeners weird system. Go ahead this podcast
2: in. is brought to you by whale's teeth whale's yeah. teeth um, I'll look it up. Go yeah, ahead. look it
1: up while I while I describe Katie's crazy Please. outfit. Yeah. Um, I was sort of suspecting all the things you've been talking about during this podcast when I saw your outfit because mm-hmm. you are literally dressed up just like the uh, Mad Max woman in, yep. in this movie. <laughs> how I roll. That's um, <laughs> how you roll. It's just, I mean, but then I realized that the collar the sort of chain around your yeah, collar. Yeah. With your oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Because <laughs> you're wearing it. <laughs> yep. uh, it led to your own hand because you're your own woman. Control you know. myself. You're yeah. in control of yourself. Um,
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a one-person <laughs> S&M outfit. <laughs> <laughs> you, know,
1: you don't waste any time. Just, yep. yeah. You it's a yourself. perfect...
0: It was. I bought it um, off of eBay, and it was type. It was sold as a quarantine SNM experience because <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> do it's, it all you. yeah. it's all yeah. you. it's all you. And then
1: I saw that you have uh, Ilan. Is that his name?
0: Yeah, I yeah. capital I L A N.
1: Uh, you have his decapitated head uh, attached to your <laughs> chain belt. Yeah, and it says, <laughs> "Don't I, Jim <laughs> the ca- the camera." You know. <laughs>
0: I went full Kathy Griffin <laughs>
1: yeah. and was just like, let's
0: do this. Yeah. You've been busy, Katie.
1: You have. Yeah. It's just you can't laugh during a scene. You can't look directly at the camera. So, um,
2: but it's what, once he was allowed
0: to look right at the camera on purpose.
1: I know. I, that I was not perfect. Yeah.
0: Right. But I, and which I guess I was reading like John Hughes loves to do that. But like, why that scene? Why that? Because I think yeah. the line was, um, Next, you're going to be wearing bras on your head, which is a whole different part of this. Oh my god, like, we didn't who even knows talk about why that. that's a thing? I think it's
1: five, we didn't talk about it. Who
0: yeah. knows? But then he's like, "That's so poignant that Bill Paxton says that that he has to look directly at the camera. It's so bizarre. Maybe
2: like he only could do it, like he kept looking at the camera by accident, <laughs> and so they just like, do,
1: like, we let you do it once, right? And then he just kept once. doing it. Yeah. And he was like,
0: "Am I doing it right? You know, like checking in, like." It made me think of um, when Michael Showalter does it in What Hot American Summer, like the one time yeah. he just looks at the camera, which oh, I think is possibly movie. a John Hughes reference. Now that I think about it, but yeah. I, just, I want
2: you yeah,
1: guys honestly. know
0: that um,
2: I can't find anything about that. I mean, there are toothed whales, and then there are whale. There's baleen whales. That's
1: what I'm thinking of, baleen. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. And that That's is the is. whales that have a baleen plate. Which is the filter feeding.
1: Like a comb. Like
2: a comb or a seat. It's sea- so gross
0: if your teeth were a comb. <laughs> but they do eat krill. Yeah.
2: Is- they
1: do eat krill. krill.
0: Krill is, yeah, that was stuck in my head. Not
1: to be confused with krill, you know. From, no. Uh Captain Marvel. There
0: you oh go. yeah. Oh man. I'm still right. I'm, I'm still on WandaVision which is the extent right. of my Marvel novel knowledge. Is all right. It for
1: for real.
2: real. For real. <laughs> I can go. Oh, no, no, go go. first. No, you pick the movie, so we always do this. Is your pick, so you should go first.
1: Okay, um, I mean, it's it's a tough one, it's really tough. I've got, I mean, I know these (laughs) looks of shock on you because it has a lot that's wrong with it, Mm -hmm. um, but. I think I think it's better than 16 can- candles which I was definitely against. Okay. Um like I don't know. I'm and I'm trying to just convince myself and I may still do it that it is for real. Uh, <laughs> Desperately trying to grasp it, 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 it. like has, the Republican party. <laughs> yeah, it has a couple of good jo- uh.
2: You're like Ted Cruz convincing us that well, a Let's go to, go to Cancun. Cancun.
0: What a crazy story.
2: for uh, another
0: podcast. Yeah.
1: I guess no. I, I'm gonna say no. Because um, we
0: bullied you into it, like a couple of like Robert no, Downey Juniors <laughs> and that other guy.
1: And that, that other guy. guy. <laughs> it it has it has enough good scenes where you should go and sort of watch the clips of it. Mm-hmm, I think, mm-hmm. but I think this is another one that it just has so much wrong about it that i mean if you want to like see it as like time capsule for 1985 then i think it is for real to go check that out but like Mm -hmm. i don't think the jokes outweigh the problems that it have so like i tried to convince myself that it was for real but i'm gonna have to say probably probably not
0: Mm. i i can go it's interesting that you say that and i actually really appreciate the thought that you gave to it because so many of the thing i think because i was using 16 candles as a little bit as like a like a barometer for the judgment of this i was like this just can't be (laughs) for real because of because of so many of the things that like are just frankly uh, systemically offensive um but i like that you touched on the time capsule because like to respond to juliana s that was saying like there's so many 80s like gems like i do think that those things are are worth like freeze framing Or watching in small doses but it felt to me like there's just like not enough space between what is today so disturbing that like you just don't get enough of a breather from it and i mean i don't want to repeat my dumber but just or, or bummer i guess of just the the general um misogyny of it but like i guess like just like 16 candles i think what we talked about like it is like you can tell that this was like a definitive like um kind of almost like revenge of the nerds type movie like i you know i think like there's a lot of tropes in it and um context that probably became important for filmmaking so like not to take away from that but as far as like a rewatch like i don't think i could I don't think I could recommend this as a watch for like twelve-year-olds. You know, like who is kind of what it's made who is like kind of what it's made for. So yeah, is it true? It's not made for twelve-year-olds. It I don't wasn't, know. PG
1: thirteen. Oh, um,
0: you are right. It's definitively not made for twelve year olds. <laughs> I don't think I could recommend it for thirteen year olds either.
1: Fourteen <laughs> year olds, though, this is the dream. So wait, did
0: you answer? Did you say it, or did you just say you? I apologize. Um, I my my d- decision is it is not for, for real.
1: real. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: Philip
2: watches one movie about misogyny and then he talks over you, Katie.
1: I know. (laughs) What you're trying to say, Katie, is...
2: not for real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate all the thought that you both put into this. I mean, again, I agree that there's like... I understand, I guess, the place and the time. And I, I understand the fantasy of it all with sort of like what a teenage boy might find interesting. I just wonder like, you know, who is the audience for this movie? Like yeah, kids, if, if it's like kids going to the movies together, but like girls, girlfriends are not going to like go see this movie together and be like, I relate to this. I really relate to those two girls with too much makeup and no self-confidence who can't be alone without a man by their side. So yeah. And besides, I mean, there's just, there's just some, some definite problems in this movie, and not only that, you can't have a like a thirty-year-old woman kissing a fourteen-year-old boy. It is not for real. Not she for
1: real. She was twenty-four.
0: I know. I think she that's was what I not just like... twenty-four. She was. I just actress was. I know. I don't. I don't. Either way, it's,
2: depending no, I, on the scene. Yeah, it's
1: it's still against the law. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's
2: against the law. Well, you know.
0: I'm getting ready to play our song (laughs) do it I guess i was saying like what you're saying it's an interesting I I think what's interesting about this film is that it's John Hughes I think uses Wyatt as an avatar for himself and like that was like slightly more comfortable than him trying to like um you know become a ghost that inhabits Molly Ringwald's body (laughs) like that that is like when he writes for Molly Ringwald there's something that's like oh even more like um upsetting about it so that part you know is is a I don't know I can understand why like Weird Science like it makes sense because he's kind of writing for himself a little more in the same way that like Great Outdoors like he was kind of writing for himself but anyway sorry Weird Science well I just sang it this we got it
2: it's the only thing
0: to do (laughs) oh good 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 good
1: (laughs) just sing it Bridget it
0: it is a wonderful song (laughs) Blastin'
1: Tubes and Butts and Beans? Yep. Oh, man, Blast I had a, the sub... And boobs and Butts and Beans.
0: <laughs> I did have the subtitles on. I can't remember what they said, but I was like, that's what they say? blasting Boobs
2: and Butts and Beans.
0: <laughs> I will say, it's good on the film for, say, like you know like whatever happens in that room that makes everything turn into bizarro land and like a blue kitchen and a pianist that gets sucked out of that they explained it all with the title it's just weird science
1: weird i science. guess
0: plastic tubes and pots and pans
1: <laughs> That's yes. oh, ours yeah. is much better
2: what plastic, plastic tubes, and and pots and pans you you're famous because you said that i mean this song really is about the movie pots and pans. I mean, it's like living tissue, warm flesh, plastic tubes, butts, and pants. (laughs) They rhyme flesh with pants. That is bold. Pictures from a magazine. Yeah, weird science.
1: Weird science. (laughs) Blast and boobs and butts and beans.
0: (laughs) That makes more sense.
1: We'll, we'll rewrite a version and uh, play it on the ukulele. It's coming.
0: That time. is... Get ready. get Have fun with that mini episode. Yeah. Blast what we days, heard.
2: Blast. Blast.
0: Um, And I can't thank Juliana S. enough for recommending this film and for just the loveliest intro. Very charming. Um, Very that charming. was
1: amazing. Yeah.
0: 100%. And Bridget, I hope you get your wish. I hope you guys can can connect, and you will you will know the the delightful um, friendship that Juliana S offers. I feel
1: spiritually
0: connected to her. Yeah, you should.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Alrighty. Till next time, butts and beans. <laughs> <laughs>